the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Happy Marriage Monday. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're going to talk with you today about your marriage. Are you ready? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice, right here in the DMV. How in the world are you today? Thanks a lot for tuning in on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. And, of course, uh, those of you who are on my Facebook page, I'm waving at you now. My YouTube uh, page, I'm waving at you. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. So if you want to hit me up on social media, you can find me there on my socials. My phone number, if you want to talk to me about marriage today, is 888-432-7434. And if you're trying to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Today's topic is going home. What keeps you going home or what keeps you from going home? You know, every day uh, you have maybe a job and you're in the car and you got to go home, whether male or female, husband or wife, you do have to go home. Or maybe you are, um, you know, babysitting and then you uh, go out with the girls for a little bit and then you got to come back home. What keeps you coming home? What keeps you going home? Uh, I'd love to hear from you on that because, you know, that's one big thing about marriage is every single day you've got to be with the person that you've committed to. uh, And guess what? After 10 years, you're just getting started. Uh, After 20 years, you're just getting started every single day of your life, right? And so it better be somebody that uh, that you like. But uh, there are all kinds of scriptures that say, you know, it's better for a man to live on the corner of a roof. Uh, than to be with a contentious woman. What is, what is that about? It means I'd rather go to my room, be in my cave, or be somewhere else, or just you could just have the whole house. I just don't want to be in your presence for some reason. Or vice versa, you know, a, a woman doesn't want to be in the presence of a man uh, because he's, he's abusive. He has a spirit of contempt. He te- treats her uh, like trash, and so she'd rather him not come home, or she'd rather not go home herself to hear uh, that attitude out loud. So there you go. Uh, what keeps you from coming home, but then also what keeps you going home? You know, uh, I, I was hearing somebody talk the other day about, uh, earlier this morning, about the peace that Jesus got when he hibernated, when he went away to the mountains or whatever. We all got to get away. Is your home a haven? Makes you want to go home because you want to be with your spouse. You want to be in your house. Uh, you you want to be where there's some peace. So that's what we're talking about today. Let me bow in a word of prayer, and then we'll get started. Lord Jesus, thank you for home. Thank you that we can uh, run to you and find peace and joy and rest and Sabbath. 
I pray now today, Lord, that we would learn uh, what it is that may create an environment that makes uh, our spouse want to be at home. And if there's something that uh, hinders that, uh, show us today, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, amen and amen. A couple of other ways you can get a hold of me if you'd like. Uh, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com, my favorite uh, website there. Either way, you can get a hold of me. You can email me. You can uh, hit me up on my socials. You can even call the radio show right now. Uh, push the uh, phone icon on the Gracism app, and you've got me. All right. My number, once again, is 888-432-7434. So, uh, all right, let's go to Woodbridge, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, welcome to the show. How are you? How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking today? Well, I was going to ask you, do you know how you can overcome, you know, it's always been said that men commit infidelity, but if your wife commits infidelity and you're both Christians, but the, the thing is, you forgive, but you can't get over the the pain of it. Yeah. So, you know, I think that everything is working out and praying and doing all those things, but the pain is still there. It hasn't left. Right, right. They they don't want to talk about it, or you know, you know, it's almost like it's still a place of secrecy. Right. How long has it been? So I. Well, the prayer was about three years ago that I found out about it. Okay. So. And then, um, and what happened? Did you confront and her and catch her? I didn't catch her. I just seen text messages that made her confess it. Okay. And then what happened after that? Did she break it off? She said she did. Okay. And did you guys ever get counseling? That's the question. Well, the thing is, I did. Okay. And I went and I went individual counseling. I deal with the um the marital counseling. Uh she did a few sessions, but she's not something that she likes to do. Sure. Or even wants to talk about. Like 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 to me it's like she just wants to put it under the rug and think that it's gonna go away and that's how she wants to do it. Understood. But it doesn't help me. It doesn't help you. Have you uh, figured out why it was that she did it? Have you guys talked about that at all? Can't talk about it because, you know, it, it brings up a lot of, it brings up anger and hurt. Sure. But do you yeah, do you I have do, any sense I do know, why? I, I sense that um, we was dealing with a lot of different things at the time. Uh, you know, we had a lot of confusion going on, a lot of people in our house, a whole lot of things that could have been. Okay. But then she, you know, she told me she was just basically angry. Right, right. Well, it's not easy to get over, first of all, when a, a woman commits adultery in a marital relationship because usually that means, and it's not always, but usually it means he, she gives her heart and uh, her emotions to another mm -hmm. man, whereas uh, with men oftentimes it's physical uh, not always, but oftentimes it's physical and doesn't have the same uh, connecting point. And so it's hard for a man then to really get over it because he realizes he's truly lost her. How does he get her back? It depends how she comes back. And so it sounds to me like uh, she hasn't really come back to you. 
uh, she's just kind of tolerating the marital relationship. Uh, unless she's willing to uh, get healing and counseling, it's going to be hard for you to move any further than you've removed. Now, it sounds like you've already done a good job trying to forgive her, but you're still hurt. But you can't get over that hurt and pain until you can really trust her. And you can't trust her because she's not talking to you about what the real deal is. So you're never really going to believe her 100%. And so you're probably, in a, uh-huh. you're probably in a stuck position. Just keep praying, and hopefully she'll uh, – one of two things going to happen. She's either going to really be uh, truthful and, and leave you. Uh, or uh, she's going to be back in that kind of a relationship again, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Or you're going to have to man up and say, look, if this is going to work, we need to be honest and truthful and work at this. If it's not going to work, then, uh, you know, I can't, I can't stay like this forever. So that's only a decision that you can make. But it sounds to me like, you, you know, you don't really have trust because she's not re- regaining that trust or re-earning that trust. Am I right about it? Yeah, and what I what I noticed that when we did go to counseling, the, the thing that it, it, it kind of bothered me is that the person says if I forgive her, then I should forget about it. It should be over with. Yeah, you're a man, and you're always going to be thinking about her doing it with somebody else, and so that, that may be good uh, uh, spirit speak, but uh, let me talk to you on the other side of the break about some reality. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. We have a few things to think about when considering the right mortgage for you. Well, first, a low interest rate is always at the top of everyone's mind. But now, we all strive to be good stewards of our finances. However, everyone's situation is different, and there's many things to consider. It could be the length of a loan. Maybe a 15-year note makes more sense for you. Or cash-out refinancing Maybe something you're thinking about. That could be a way to pay off high-interest credit cards or help with home improvements. Whatever your situation, let's chat. Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. One promise, we will give you the information and let you decide what makes most sense. The final decision is yours. Never let anyone pressure you into a loan. Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome home. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, MLS number 60134. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the water crisis. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, 
please visit Andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. I'm David Anderson. I'm hanging out with you on WAVA and on uh, AndersonSpeaks.com. Thanks a lot for hanging with me. If you want to call me and get in on the conversation, it's about going home, coming home, marriage. What keeps you coming home? What keeps you going home? Or what keeps you from uh, going home? Uh, Let's see. Let me give you the number one more time. Then I'm going to go back to Anonymous and Woodbridge. 888-432-7434. Now, Anonymous, I'm back to you. Uh, yeah, forgive but not forget. I get it. It sounds great. Uh, but I know forgiveness to me, and you forgive and let somebody go, and then uh, you got to keep remembering that you forgave them because emotion comes up again. So when you see that show uh, on TV or you hear that song or something makes you think about what they did, you have to remind yourself, oh, yeah, I forgave them, and you kind of forgive them over again. That's the only way I know to get healing with regard to forgiveness. But with regard to your your spouse stepping out on you, uh, unless she's willing to help you with this, uh, then you're at a space where you can't really go any further in the relationship with her because she's not really willing to be straight with you. Now, let me ask you, is she working all day? Are you working as well or not? Yeah, we were working. We're both working now, but one time I was just working. Right, right. Yeah, there's definitely a trust issue. I don't think that you're just going to forget about it. I, I would love to say that you could. I can't say you can keep forgiving her and keep forgiving her, but until she is ready to really help you, uh, I don't think that the pain's going to go away. I wish I could tell you it is. It's just going to go away. You know. Now, you can pray and ask God to take it away, and if he does that, it's a miracle. But uh, other than that, and I don't even know all the details. I don't know the guy. I don't know the circumstances, uh, how long it went. All of that is stuff that uh, a counselor would work through with you. All I can say is I've been doing what I uh, what I believe, to, you know, the Lord would have me to do. I see strides. I see, you know, um, better, you know, situation in our relationship. It seems much better. But at the same time, what I don't see is the transparency. It just seems like it's just going to be a thing. If I don't bring it up, it, it's good. But if I bring up anything that has to do with it, that's when everything goes south. Right. Yep, and uh, that's probably the way it's going to have to be if uh, you're going to maintain where you are right now. If you're trying to go to another level, uh, then some stuff's got to break first, and uh, that's going to be on her. I I mean, I wish I could say that there was something you can do about it. The only thing you can do about it is keep loving her, getting counseling to help encourage you, but that relationship is just not going to grow until you get this out. Uh, and you haven't you haven't got all your answers yet. You know, you haven't got her to show how broken she is. You haven't got her to explain what it was that made her do it. Uh, it could have been about you. It could have been about a childhood. It could have been just that she has a high drive. Uh, she was swept off her feet. I mean, you just don't know all the details of it until you can kind of get all that. Uh, that healing is never really going to take place. And so you'll just maintain where you are and stay the man of God that you are. 
and pray that God would lay something on her heart to say, okay, let's really deal with this. But because of her shame, she wants to just move on. And I, and I get that. Who wants to keep going back to their sin of three years ago? Um, but really what she's doing is delaying the inevitable. The sooner you get to it, the sooner you'll get through it. Right. I feel the same way. If she just let it all out, put it all on the table, we can move from that. But that's something that, that she's afraid of because she tells me all the time she can't talk to me. I mean, I, I mean, in 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 the, in the situation, I've yeah. been nasty and mean because I was mad. But sure. at the same time, I would never do nothing to, um, you know, uh, I don't know who she's protecting herself sure. or the person. Well, and all I the details. I might go. And you may not need all the details because yeah. that'll just make you worse. But you need to make sure she's getting the help she needs. And it doesn't sound like she's doing that. But maybe at some point. Uh, you can encourage her to go get counseling individually. You just want her to get better. Mm. You know, and the better and the more healthy she gets, uh, she's going to be able to handle this with you. Um, But it also takes Mm. time. I mean, three years is not a long time. So hang in there and keep going, and uh, let's see if God will turn something around. Okay, Anonymous? Appreciate it. Blessings to you. May the Lord be with you in Woodbridge, Virginia. Let me go to Angela in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Hello, Miss Angela. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Oh, no problem. Um, sort of a little um, in common with that man, but a little opposite. Um, okay. My husband of about three years, he has dealt with lust and sexual sin in the beginning and has hurt me with um, with certain addictions. And he claims he has never had an affair or okay. cheated on me, but I still... I, I get very angry, and I don't even see it coming, but something will be said or happen, and all of a sudden I'm being sarcastic and just angry, and I begin to shut down, mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time forgiving him and moving forward, and he sounds a bit like that man that was just speaking. He's mm-hmm. really trying. He's been in the Word. He's trying to lead me, um, but I'm just still very stuck. And I, I don't know how to press forward. And are you stuck uh, because of the lust? You said he didn't have an affair, or you think he had an affair, but he's just not admitting it? Um, You know, the changes I've seen in him, the commitment that I see um, this day, you know, the, in the present, I, I, I really don't think anymore that he did have an affair. Okay. I think it was the sexual sin that really had him bound. Okay. And as he's trying to work through that, I bring stuff up from the past, and I'm like, well, you did this before, and he's like, I'm not that same person. But mm-hmm. my mindset is he has lied so many times before. How do I begin to trust again? Well, that, that's a difficult thing, but I would say he is a man, and it's going to sound like I'm going the opposite here, but he is a man. He's going to struggle with uh, sexual uh, sin, and by having a wife like you who loves him, who cares for him, and is there for him, it's only going to help him get better. Um, Now, I'm not saying excuse it, but he's not saying excuse it either. He's just being open uh, with you, which I would probably say to some guys, Mm -hmm. don't be so open with your wives. Be open with some other men. Be open with a counselor. But women can't handle all that openness. Uh, I found that out early in my marriage with Amber. I would share stuff, and and I realized what I was doing was just damaging her uh, by giving her uh, details that she didn't really – she really didn't – 
need to know that, uh, you know, a, a flight attendant came on to me and I, I didn't let anything happen and I came home and I'm all excited wanting a pat on the head. But what I was realizing is uh, that pat on the head uh, that I was seeking. So she would say, good boy, I'm glad you came home and didn't take her number and threw it away or gave it to me and I threw it away. I thought that was good because that's what I was taught in Bible college. That's the thing to do, full openness. But what I learned later through counseling with mm -hmm. Amber was that what I was doing was damaging her trust and her esteem every single time I came home and said that. And so what I needed to do is go to a brother and say, look, hey, uh, the last three interactions I had, this is what I did with it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's very possible yeah, that um, you're stuck because he's so open. Yeah, that is a, a, a problem. Um, I was actually unsaved before I met him. Um, shortly after I got with him, he said, we're living in sin because we were not married. Mm -hmm. He said, we need to go to church. We both give our life to Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, now I just, he, he has told me after things have come out, um, he's told me the details of sometimes even the thoughts that he's had. So if we're out on a date, and there's an attractive woman, I automatically think that he's thinking about her, and I diminish myself. Right. And, and you're doing it to yourself. What you need to do, this is, okay, this is your brother, Dr. David Anderson. I'm not saying this is the word of God, okay? So I, I want you to take okay. it from, from a man who might be like your husband. I don't know. But mm -hmm. my wife is smart enough now if the attractive woman comes and let's say she's the waitress or she walks by back in the day, mm -hmm. I'd sneak in a look to see how nice she looked. And then my wife would catch me yeah. and then we would, they would ruin the rest of our date. Okay. So what I need to how it happens with us. Exactly. So we learned young, you know, again, these are some of the younger years, but now let me tell you what happens. Cute lady comes up and serves the food. When she walks away, my wife will look at me and she's cute and say, yep, she sure is. And then I say, but baby, ain't nobody as cute as you in my mind. Boom. <laughs> so he does things like that. He does. So we're both he acknowledging her. Noticed. We're both acknowledging her because I'm not going to lie and be like, nope, I don't think she's attractive. That ain't true. And at the mm -hmm. same time, she's not now digging, uh, like setting me up by saying, mm -hmm, I wonder if he's looking at her or not. So we just both acknowledge it. Yep, she's cute. We both acknowledge it, and then we can go on about our meal. Now, again, I don't know if you guys can do okay. that, but for you, I think it, not yet. <laughs> yeah, but I think for you, if you see an attractive lady, and if he sees the attractive lady, you can call it out, get it out, and then move on. Do you think that maybe with it being such a sensitive thing right now, um, that maybe I should, from a man's perspective, okay. um, instead of putting my head down and beginning to kind of just give that attitude where I might not even say anything right. but he knows instead of that would it be better to kind of try to get his attention and then try to redirect him away from somebody because you know the way that women dress these days a lot yeah. of times they put their bodies out there and so I automatically the way I'm trying to dress is very modest so I tend to think that he just wants to look at that and so sometimes I'll just make comments like you were just you were looking at her right and then that's where it starts that's where it starts because now he becomes defensive and it ruins your whole night the bottom line is that's not going to go away he, he can discipline himself and not look a second yeah. or a third or fourth time but all the women in the world are not going to now 
as a result of this conversation I'm having with you in the nation's capital, are going to close up their cleavage. The bottom line is they're, they're still yeah. going to do that. He's always going to be in a world where uh, they're behinds and there's cleavage all around you. So the question is, mm-hmm. what can you do? And what you can, because I already know what he can do. He can try not to take a second look, try not to disrespect his wife, try not to look at her. So he's going to do his part. Your part is uh, realizing that you're the only one he put a ring on. And he's with you. I'm actually... Yeah, I'm actually um, pregnant now, too. We just found out I'm about seven weeks along. So it's a whole nother season, and that's another reason why I'm concerned. I just I, I, I want to be different moving forward, yeah. and I know Good. that he has made a lot of changes. I do see that. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying he hasn't, but well, he I, wants you. I'm just still very much stuck. He, he wants you, and a lot of it has to do with your own esteem, the way you see yourself. And, it's, and, and over the next uh, nine months, uh, you're going to even feel more crazy because your body's going to be changing and, and shifting. But I'm going to tell you something. He's going to be more attracted yeah. to you in the next nine months, believe it or not, because you're carrying his child. He's telling me that. Oh, it's true. He's telling me that. As a dude, I'm telling he you. He even told me. It's true. So what you need to do now is start seeing, believing him and realizing you're the only one he's impregnated. You're the only one that's going to be the mother of his kids. Give everything you can give to this man because he's trying his best. Now it's time for you to do yours. I'm sorry I got to run because I got this break, Angela. I hope I helped you. I'll be right back. Ready for a bus ride from hell to heaven? Then don't miss the theatrical event of the season, C.S. Lewis's The Great Divorce. Audiences call it breathtaking, absolutely mesmerizing. From the producers of the nationwide hit The Screwtape Letters, The Great Divorce brings the beloved author of Narnia to the stage in one of his most entertaining tales ever. Climb on board for a day trip to paradise. Critics call The Great Divorce world-class theater. Brilliant, magical, a joy to watch. Lewis's lively wit shines through. Don't miss The Great Divorce. Visit cslewisonstage.com. That's cslewisonstage.com. The bus is leaving. Climb on board. The Great Divorce coming to the Klein Theater at the Landsberg in D.C. January 30th through February 9th. Get your tickets today at cslewisonstage.com. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like that much-needed 125-inch flat-screen TV. It's hurting my eyes a lot. Or your 100-square-foot bedroom. My neck isn't so much stiff as it's completely stuck. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Uh Uh-oh, I'm seeing color splotches. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit CCMMagazine.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1225. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1225. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1225. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-777-1225. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to Marriage Monday to the second half of the show. We're talking about going home. What keeps you going home or what keeps you from going home? Uh, do you like to go home? Why or why not? Uh, maybe you'll fill in the blank. I like to go home because fill in the blank. Or I don't like to go home because fill in the blank. By the way, Angela, sorry I had to cut you off before the break last uh, uh, couple of minutes there, but hopefully you got what I was saying. I think you got a great husband. Uh, continue to look at yourself as a woman who is worthy of having a husband like him. You're not in competition with the other ladies, okay? You just want to make sure that you are the woman that he needs you to be, and I'm sure that you are. I can tell even just by talking to you, you just got some uh, self-esteem issues, diminishing yourself. This is not the time. You are pregnant seven weeks. I'm so happy for you guys, and it's going to be a great uh, relationship as your esteem grows. And if it really is low and you want to talk to someone about it, think about uh, getting some counseling along the way. My number is 888-432-7434. Give me a call now. I've got open lines. So get in where you fit in. All right, let's go to Baltimore, Maryland. Talk to James, who's on the line. Hey, James, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Dr. Anderson. How's it going? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging in with me. What you thinking? Uh, yes, sir. So um, I'm a recently ordained pastor, and uh, I, re- I just got in a relationship with a young lady. And I'm struggling with the fact of, trying to figure out if she can compliment my call is that something that i should look at yep um to see if she can really <laughs> hang in there with me you know because my my schedule is extremely demanding right um, and it's a lot of people that's in my life so i i don't know i mean i don't know what like what characteristics should i look for test her you know, as far as um you got to test her you got to test her and one of the ways you can do it is the next time you go preach take her with you alongside of you and see how what kind of poise mm. she has see uh you know as you're shaking mm. hands with uh other men and women what kind of poise does she have when you introduce her uh hey this is my my friend so and so or my lady friend so and so uh you know see what kind of poise mm. she has then go out to have some ice cream or coffee afterwards and debrief how did it feel tonight uh being with me you know and have those open conversations mm. i think you know uh it's got to be a special woman, and I'm sure that she is. And if she's not, uh, it'll come out pretty quickly. Wow. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, that's sound advice. I highly appreciate it, doctor. You got it, my friend. Blessings to you, and may God bless your ministry 
as well. Newly recently ordained pastor. I love it. 888-432-7434. Big shout out, by the way, to uh, Catherine Paris. She's in uh, Harker Heights, Texas, checking us out uh, on our socials today. So thanks a lot for watching me. I'm waving at you right now. Peace sign. There you go. Let's go to Arlington, Virginia, and talk to Tasha, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Tasha. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Um, I've been married for 21 years, and we got married very young. We were both, um, I was about 21, he was about 22. Okay. And um, there has been infidelity in the past, and uh, there has been trust issues because you know, because of that, not only that, just coming home um, late, mm-hmm. and it's always an excuse. I was partying with my friends. I was drinking, and I didn't want to drive. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had to talk and help a friend out. It's always an excuse, and I am at a point where I'm trying to figure out. I've prayed about it, I and I need some confirmation as to should I continue to fight, or do I continue to play this vicious cycle of forgiving and six Mm. months later is you know he'll he'll wait till time has passed and it happens again right right any kids in the mix oh yeah we have four children yeah four children and he's still coming home late uh like he's in his uh, early 20s oh we got married in our early 20s we're we're in our 40s now right but i'm saying he's still acting like he's in his 20s it sounds like is that true Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Gotcha. So, but, so, since it's not on a regular basis, um, it could be like, you know, he'll wait till weeks go by and then he'll do it again. Or I'll have a very serious conversation about it and let him know I'm really tired of playing these games. I've threatened to leave. But, you know, it became a game now because I'll threaten to leave and then he'll do good and I'm okay with it. And then it, then it, it resurfaces again. And then he just knows that, oh, I'll just give her maybe a week or two and she'll, you know, come around, you know. Right, right, right. And I don't I don't know what else to do. Well, let me ask you this. Do you ever go out? I mean, I am – I don't go out anymore now, you know, because, I don't know, it's just, so, it's just not my cup of tea. I do need to find more things to do outside of the home, but – right. I don't. Right. Well, I mean, part of it is, you know, not that it, not that it is a game, but, you know, sometimes uh, when you get a taste of your own medicine, it helps you to be a little bit more sensitive. And so, you know, if he comes home, you got four kids, you give him, the, you know, you say, honey, I'm going to go out. I'm glad you're home. Keep the kids and I'll, I'll be back in a couple hours, you know, and. I guarantee he's going to be waiting at the door for you with those four kids. Like, you know, could you, uh, where you at? He's going to be texting you. Where you at? You know, and what you do is. Well, two of our kids are grown. Oh, two of them are grown. Okay. So you got the other two. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah. a taste of his own medicine. And I don't mean that like in a too negative of a way, but I'm saying sometimes people can't really empathize with it, what it's like to be home waiting for somebody uh, yeah. who says they're going to be home I've, at six. I've tried that in the past. And if, I mean, you know, he acts as if he's unbothered by that. He may say, oh, you came home a little late. Or what were y'all doing? You know, what were right. you doing? 
you know, but it, 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 it never solved anything, and I just got tired of playing tit for tat. Gotcha. And I'm at the point now, I'm at a crossroads. I'm trying to figure out, should I continue to fight, or should I just get out? The good, the good part is he's a good provider and a good father. Right. He just always makes it. He thinks, he thinks it's, I don't, I, I feel the respect level is out the door now because uh-huh. you come home the next morning and you oh. tell me that you're not cheating, but. Oh, yeah, that's a different story. I, I thought he was just coming home an hour late, and you were ticked off about it, but he's staying out all night. Oh, no, yeah, that, I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, he'll say he's, he, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a problem. problem. So I just need that. Yeah, that's a problem. That's, that's, clarification that's, that's disres- Yeah, that's disrespectful. Uh, so do you have, uh, well, see, I'm, I'm in my flesh because I'm thinking, you know what, my mom used to, used to lock the screen door uh, and stuff like that when we would kind of sneak in late or put a <laughs> put a bell on the door so when we walk in late uh the bell would chime and, and wake everyone I, i'd be in a situation where like look uh i gotta lock the door and turn on the alarm at a certain time you know and so i don't want to be sleeping yeah. all night and i don't know that you're not coming home you're supposed to be home at eight you don't get home to 8 a.m Th- that's a problem uh right. and so i, I sometimes t- later than that yeah i turn the alarm on or the reality is you do have to make some real decisions here because it sounds to me like this this thing is not going to last uh, forever unless you just say, yeah, I'm just going to take it. That's fine, you know, because uh, you can't go tit for tat if it's something like that. You can't be staying up all night and staying out all night and partying. That's not who you are, and it's not the right thing to do in that right. sense. And so, uh, you know, I'd have to seriously sit down with a counselor to think about what is the right next move uh, for you if he's actually continually doing this because that's not that's not cool that means something's going on exactly how long can you take it is what you but gotta guess, deal with do, do, do y'all have a pastor i'm so tired of taking it do you have a pastor yeah we have a pastor we, have you talked yes. to the pastor about it we haven't talked about to the pastor about it uh, he thinks that when he goes to church, although now he's like been a good boy, he's been to Bible study, he's been to church, like he'll want me to forget all about it. And he comes up with these great excuses. Oh man, I didn't want to drive drinking and driving. And why? Oh, then why didn't you call me? He just lost his mother. Right. Then why didn't you call me? Exactly. Why didn't you call me? Why didn't you take a Uber? You know, those are all excuses. But you know, I would, I'd seriously consider saying, honey, look, I've been forgiving this for a long time. I've been your girl for twenty some years. And I raised your children, but this is what we're going to do. The next time this happens, I need your agreement here. The next time this happens, you and I are going to go to the pastor and talk about it. See if you can get his buy-in. Okay. Okay. That gives him another chance, but that also lets him know he's on notice and somebody else is going to come into the situation. So I think that might actually help him out. I'll try that because I just gave him notice like a few weeks ago, and it, and it happened again Saturday. What was what notice did you give him? No, would you would you say? I told him I was going to be completely done, and I was going to walk away, and it was going to I was going to walk away on my terms. Yeah. So right now we're just I can be very cordial. Right. I can talk to him about bills and the kids, but right now that's what, where we are. I'm just saying, hey, good morning, and I keep it moving. I don't yeah. don't come over here rubbing and touching. Like I'm your wife when you're not treating yeah. me like I'm your wife. You know? True, true. So and don't don't that's make where we are right now. and don't make threats to go unless you're going to go. So when it happened again, that's you, the thing. You, that's what I've done. When it happened again, you needed to you needed to already have a plan to go to an apartment or go to a friend. Uh, that's what you needed to do. 
Otherwise, don't say it because he'll call your bluff. So instead of making such a drastic threat this time, let's make a better helpful threat, if you want to call it that, and say, hey, listen, if this happens again together, we're going to go see the pastor and talk about it. Can I get your, can I get your understanding, your buy-in, and your commitment to that? Okay. All right. Try that. Definitely give that a try, and I really appreciate your help. You got it, my sister from Arlington, Virginia. I'm coming right back to you. You better get in while you can. I only got a few minutes with you. If you want me, call me. 888-43-BRIDGE. here. I am proud to announce that Fellowship Home Loans is a sponsor of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Built on a foundation of honesty and integrity, Fellowship Home Loans' main interest is getting you the best rate possible. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or you just need cash out to help get you out of that crushing debt, make Fellowship Home Loans your first choice to meet your mortgage needs. Give them a call at 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-SAVE. Or if you need the digits, it's 1-800-804-7283. At Fellowship Home Loans, you and your dreams come first. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Lender, MLS number 60134. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. 
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy Marriage Monday to you. What keeps you coming home? What keeps you from going home? Feel free to give me a call if you want to. I'm so glad we've been able to hang out with you uh, this hour. We've got a few minutes left, so let's go right back to the phone lines. Let's go to Hyattsville, Maryland, to talk to Magic Mike. Hey, Magic Mike, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? How you doing, Dr. Anderson? Good, good. Turn uh, your radio I really down. I like your show, and I, I, like your, I like the way you make uh, uh, common sense. Uh-huh. So what are you thinking, Mr. Mike? I can hear some background noise. Can you turn that down? Uh, I, uh, is that a little better? Oh, so much better. Now the whole nation's capital doesn't have to hear that background noise. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your comment or question, uh, Magic Mike? Well, the the question is, uh, the magic that I was able to do was, uh, uh, number one, I suspect I have three children that I'm raising, and uh, also there's about half a dozen uh, uh, grandchildren. Okay. And then it turns out that, uh, turns out, I suspect that the three children that I raised are not mine, and and they are uh, uh, I don't think they're mine. They don't. And I'm just wondering, is it smart to uh, uh, do the DNA testing at this point? Are you still married to the mother of the children? No, I'm not. Okay, so y'all she got... She walked out on me. She walked out. Did she leave the kids and you raised them? Yeah, I finished... Uh, I just got... Uh, uh, she, she decided not to... Uh, uh, associate with the children anymore either, and, and, and including me. And then, and my but my daughter, she's my daughter has uh, made made an attempt to uh, see to it that things are okay between me and her. Okay. And uh, she's doing a wonderful job at being a daughter. Gotcha. So what would happen? And, and, and right. What would happen if you found out that way, that they were not yours biologically? What What would that change for you? Well, I would have to uh, let her know. I mean, that just makes it so that. Well, her mother, her mother was uh, a lady that uh, walked out on five people, five men uh, during her, during her, uh, uh, during her uh, what uh, productive days. Sure, but here's my here's my thought for you, uh, Magic Mike, and that is simply this: if you find that information out. Uh, is it going to help you at all? Is it going to help the kids or the grandkids at all? If it's not going to be helpful, uh, if the only thing you you can say is, well, we have DNA tests and she walked out on you. Well, she already walked out anyway with or without DNA tests. So if you raise those kids, you love those kids, then they're your kids, whether the DNA says they're your kids or not. Now, if your kids, de- <laughs> oh, yeah. if your kids decide to do a DNA test because maybe they want some health, uh, information or something. It's a different story. But for you, I would not do it. I wouldn't initiate it. You're, you're old enough now. They're old enough to enjoy the latter days of your life uh, without that woman and even without that information because you don't need it. It's not going to help you. It's not beneficial. That's my two cents well, on uh, it, my friend. Hey, listen, I've got to run, unfortunately, because i got a break, Magic Mike, but I hope I helped you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
I've got a grandpa who is a veteran, and one of the more interesting things about grandpa's stories were all the code words they'd use. Fighter jets named the F-22 Raptor, submarines named the USS Sturgeon 637, and special operations named Operation Neptune Eagle Claw. Hey, it's Ryan, and at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we don't have as cool of code words, but we do have a very unique program for veterans that we've worked hard to be experts on. Its code word is the VA Earl Loan, but in real people speak, it's an easy-to-implement refinance for veterans only. No appraisal is needed, no income verification is needed, and it usually only takes two to three weeks to make happen. It's a no-brainer to look into because if you qualify, you could save hundreds of dollars a month. If you or someone you love is a veteran, we are all about helping veterans at United Faith Mortgage. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York, NMLS number 1330, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. In refinance, total financing charges may be higher over life of loan. This is Steve Reynolds, president of Capital Baptist Bible Institute. Are you thirsty for more knowledge of the Bible, but don't have the time or the money to attend a full-time Bible college or seminary? Come join us at Capital Baptist Bible Institute and conveniently earn a diploma in biblical studies. You'll get to know God's Word inside and out as you explore the New Testament, Old Testament, and theology. Our classes meet only on Monday nights, and the tuition is only $195 per semester. We're conveniently located right off the Beltway in Northern Virginia. So, if God's been tugging on your soul to learn more about His Word, then say yes to His call. Attend Capital Baptist Bible Institute and earn your diploma in biblical studies. Register right now by calling 703-568-7484 or go to CapitalBibleInstitute.org. That's CapitalBibleInstitute.org. Capital Baptist Bible Institute, the convenient adult education. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Despite the ever-present media hysteria, it's become clear that on the issue that really matters, Trump finished 2019 strong. I'm speaking, of course, about the economy. 2019 started with some economic turmoil and uncertainty. The trade war with China created a stock market whiplash and business anxiety. But the data shows things have finally turned around. Economic confidence has been rising for months. 52% of investors approve of Trump's handling of the economy, compared to just 32% who do not approve. It's no wonder that stocks have been hitting record highs. After the tax reform bill, the fundamentals of the economy were strong, and market performance reflected that. That is until the trade war killed Trump's would-be boom in the cradle. Now that Trump is again on solid footing, he could well be on his way to victory in 2020, as long as he steers clear of another trade war. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges with.
3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. By the way, if you want to consolidate all that mortgage stuff, you want to get a, a refinance so you can get your money just right, make sure you call Fellowship Home Loans. In fact, in their number is the word SAVE, 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 1-800-804-SAVE. A couple of great guys who want to make sure that you refinance well, or maybe you want to just go ahead and get a mortgage on your home. Go with them. They can help you with your loan, especially when you need somebody to get you through the whole credit score thing. So make sure you check them out. 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 7283. All right, let's go to Alexandria, Virginia. This is Don who's on the line. Hi, Don. Welcome to the show. Hello, Dr. Anderson. Thanks. I think last Monday is one of my favorite days, actually. Yay. Well, you're my final caller, and I wanted to hear from you. So tell me what you're thinking really quickly, if you could. Sure. Uh, one thing that keeps me coming home is the example of my beautiful mother, who's no longer with us, mm. but she's a faithful, committed lady. Mm. Uh, my mother's the one who taught me how to be a husband. No disrespect to my dad. I love my dad. I have a great relationship with him, but, but I said that a son's first love is like his mother, teaching him. And then, as far as my wife, she's beautiful. She cooks mm. good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice good. Home, nice food. Good. So, um, that time that is difficult. Yeah. Uh, the commitment factor. So, so that we can go home to Jesus. It's the fact that uh, you're committed to her. She cooks well, which is like a bonus. And uh, and and you love yeah. her. And that's what keeps you going home. Is that right? Correct. It's not always easy, but yeah. I do most of the time. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, uh, Don, from Alexandria, Virginia. May the Lord bless you. And remember, friends, it's always good uh, to go home. It's even better when you have someone to go home to that loves you, cares for you, and is preparing uh, for you, whether male or female. Also, let me just say environment matters. And so if you are the kind of person who wants a clean house, then figure out how you can get that done, whether it's for your husband or for your wife or whether it's calling somebody else in to come clean if that's how you are. Maybe you don't need a clean house. You just need a comfortable chair. Whatever it is that can create an environment where it feels like home. For some people, that means quiet. For other people, that means noise. Give me, give me people. Give me television. Give me life. Give me animals. You know, everybody's different. Find out what you need to make home feel like home. But make sure it's a place where it's full of love. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that you give us to try to create a place where there's not contention and tension and conflict, but a place where there's peace, love, safety. We pray that that would be true for every one of my listeners today, for it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together everyone said, amen and amen.